Welcome, horrible people, to the Horrible Opinions Podcast, and we are back again with our third episode on the Last of Us series, covering the fourth and fifth episodes of The Last of Us, which totally isn't confusing, but we're back doing it again, and as always, I'm your still, uh, you know, all fung fungied up the brown-eyed host, Kenny. I'm Daniel. I think we should do uh, two episodes on the next episode that way then it would be would it, would it then be right or do we have to do three episodes we have to do four oh god no this is four or five this is our third episode so we're like two episodes so we need to do three on the next episode okay we'll do three on the next episode then. it better be a good episode that's nah, not i yeah, actually don't you? and i'm kim that's kim oh, that's kim <laughs> in the house whoa, whoa, whoa. so we're doing what i'm gonna call the Kansas City series? Yeah. Kansas City arc. Yeah. The Kansas City arc. We got two episodes that take place around Kansas City, Missouri. It's a city in Missouri. Kansas City, Kansas. No. And so when you're no. when you're when your Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl, that's the Missouri team. Just to be clear to everyone out there who thinks maybe it's not certain former presidents and whatnot. Kansas City's in Missouri mostly i thought like half of it was in kansas <laughs> i don't think it's that yeah, that much but i don't know man how much st louis is in illinois any of it and that's i did a hard s on purpose because there are people that hear that hard s and it makes them uh you know eh, filled with rage and i'm all about just angering our few listeners <laughs> i want those numbers lower Oh, we could possibly go lower unless we're going to stop listening. I, I might. Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so our last episode was the Bill and Frank saga where basically we have that great story all contained and then Joel and Ellie roll out of there fully kitted up. They got a pickup truck. They're headed out to, to Wyoming to find Tommy. Did you just say Hawaiioming? Hawaiioming. Hawaiioming. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, so we got a trek across the land, and we get some uh, hygiene. So I believe Kim had a note about uh, we find a Hank Williams tape in the pickup truck, mm-hmm. and yep. they put it in to start playing it. He's like, "This is pretty good." And Kim's like, "What did you say about Hank Williams, son?" Uh, I wrote on here. I said equals Johnny Cashy. I would say equals yeah, Johnny Cashy. To be honest, because uh, it's the same I song guess. from the from this part in the game. And uh, when I heard it in the game, I thought that was Johnny Cash. So, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> See? Oh, Accurate. man. You guys got to get your uh, your country roots. No, I'm fine. <laughs> you don't have to. Uh, I, you know, Hank Williams Sr., he's an icon, just like Linda R- uh, Ronstadt. So, no, yeah, it's good. It's great. Sets the tone because, you know, it's like an old, uh, you know, the old West, sort of. Yeah. We, what we, we, um, we get... It kind of Kansas. is the old west, if you think about it, because uh, they're going to a new town, and they get ambushed in this new town by banditos who want their shit. Which honestly is also pre-apocalyptic Kansas City. I don't know if you could say that. I can say that, but honestly, I feel more that way about St. Louis. I don't think Kansas City is anywhere near as uh, high on the danger list as a uh, old St. Louis. Uh, I'm sure certain parts of it, but that's every big city. So they get uh, they get to the outskirts of Kansas City in their pickup truck. You know they're bonding a little bit. Um, we pulled off and had a little camping segment, though, right, hun? Mm-hmm. And what happened to the camping segment? What was there was a big breakthrough? 
Well, okay. They're bonding. She, she's not recalling. They're bonding over a book. Uh, uh, oh, the, pun book. the the punny book. No, yeah, no written pun by, intended uh, too. By yeah, T O O T O O, because it's a pun. Yeah, also a pun. Is that um? So what was she the, What was some... the mermaid's favorite uh, math class or whatever? You know? No, no. What? Uh... No. Oh yeah, you know you're right. Yeah. Algebra. Algebra. <laughs> ah. Ha ha. He did look. He just says that's stupid. But you like you see it on his face. He's like. Urgh. He's amused. Yeah, and then uh, Ellie wakes up and there's like a bubbling pot next to her. She's like peeking out. What the fuck? She opens the boiling pot and puts her face right next to it. Yeah, this kid's like the stupid. boiling kettle. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that fire's hot no matter how long you've been in a quarantine, your whole life, whatever. But she has a bad reaction to coffee, the smell, and everything. And I'm with her. Coffee's good. But I'm off. Coffee's I'm, good. This is a. I'm now two weeks with no caffeine, so I'm done. Oh, so it's been two weeks since you broke the coffee beaker? No. Just two weeks since I had any caffeine. It's a choice. I mean, I quit daily doses now i'll occasionally have some and it when when you've quit it completely like needing like a daily dose of caffeine to survive like for me it was a can of mountain dew to like you only do it like in like maybe once a week or something like that yeah oh, man i feel like i'm gonna die halfway through it because yeah. like my heart feels like it's racing uh-huh. it's crazy but i still do it <laughs> because i mean this ex- is exhausting man, it's work you know you're working man is, you're working man like joel Joel's a big time working man. He's working hard to get him to Kansas City, and the tunnel's blocked by goddamn was the Sarah Lee truck. Yeah, goddamn Sarah Lee blocking tunnels. Bad, and it must have been a bad driver because on the other side of that blocked tunnel, it is a hundred percent clear, wide open. That's got to be <laughs> insulting. And they're like, "Well, we're just gonna go around." And here's my thing though. I was telling Kim like, "Why don't they just drive like off the road up and over the hill, and then end up on the other side, and then end up on the other side of the tunnel?" Um, that's not well, how uh, tunnels work. There's there was a hill. Nah. There's gonna be an above nah, the tunnel. This is some uh, video game logic. It's yeah, it is. I, like I, I can understand if like a bridge was blocked and we were going over a river. And it's like okay, we can't just drive through the river. Like your horses are on the other side of the river, but you're on the wrong side of the river. Well, I don't know. I don't know either. Don't it's know. not like an on-ramp where you can just get on and off at the... Well, like, it's but not... also, there's no cops. You don't have to use an on and off-ramp. Just mm. go off the road. Oh, no, you might have to, like, drive through, like, a fence or, like, a railing or something. I should point out that in the game, this took place in Pittsburgh. Did it? I didn't remember Kansas City, specifically. But they said because but... uh, where they were shooting in Canada... It was easier to find something that looked like Kansas City than Pittsburgh, but I don't. I well, don't know. What, I don't know what either one looks like. So I say we've been to Kansas City. Um, we did not drive through Pittsburgh. I no. gotta tell you, other than like iconic landmarks and large cities, a large American city is a large American city. And what What is the iconic landmark in Kansas City? Um. I mean, you've got the race. Don't you have the racetrack there? I said all I can. The, yeah, all I can point out is the the sporting like places. And all you got to do, you could literally for most stadiums, except for for locals, you could just put up whatever name you want up there, and people will probably believe it's a stadium. Like I, I know what Kauffman Stadium looks like because I've driven by it a bunch. 
but I don't remember seeing no stadium when they were up looking around. That's what I'm saying. They didn't use any like big landmarks. So like they could have said it was any Midwestern American city. I should have said uh uh what's a city? Like, Name a city. They should have said it was Kansas City. They could have literally said it was St. Louis and then draw an arch in the background. There you go. Well, but also, how far did they get? They so Pittsburgh makes more sense though, because that's a hell of a lot closer. Uh, but do you want uh you want that bonding? Like, do you want them to be together longer for some bonding? Right, some off camera bonding. Off camera bonding. Because yeah, that's a longer drive. Because to Connecticut from uh where did we originate that trip? That was in Missouri, right? Was like eighteen hours. Now, I'm going to guess that a trip from uh, around the Boston QZ, which they were still nearish, to uh, Kansas City is going to be in that ballpark. But there's also, like, there's probably not clear roads the whole way and stuff like that. Plus, they have to stop every hour or so to get more gas because, as we discussed in the last episode, gas the gas, bad. Yeah. its potency is gone. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's just say they've had what two days off camera to get this far. Sure. Yeah. They're best friends now. Not yet. They're be- not, not yet. yet. He's there's some. I'll cracking. point. I'll point out when it happens. I think. I think we know when it happens. I think there's a look rock solid joke. Nope, it's before that. You think it's before that? I think there's some cracking, but I think that's when they're ah uh, they're in, they're in love family style, not. I mean, you got to be careful saying family style when you're in like Missouri, like Missouri, <laughs> Kansas, right? Yeah. I mean, we're like not south, but south enough where I think that still probably happened. Allegedly. I don't know. You know, allegedly. I don't know. You've put some moves on me sometimes and they almost worked, but you didn't get it that time, bud. I will. <laughs> One of these days, a wink and a smile. So we've got some bonding. We've made it to Kansas City. The clear highway path that we want to do to kind of bypass is it's the blocked. City. So they have to go around it, which leads them into the city. And then they're they're using plat, uh, paper maps. And Ellie, yeah. this is Ellie's first time in a car, so she's not right. really good at maps yet. So they get right, lost. Which, who and, is? And that, it's it should be worth pointing out that. They could have gone back all the way to another interstate, but Joel's the one who's like, fuck that. We're going to go in here. We'll just be quick, hop in and out and around through town, and we'll be right back in the interstate. So, yeah, they could have avoided all this. True. And he should know big cities equal danger. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I think that's a big lapse in judgment from Joel there. I think like, he it seems... probably thought, it, well, because going there, they didn't know that the Fedra had just been overthrown. And so right. we probably thought that they would just be in their little quarantine zone instead of having yeah. all these people out and about. Maybe. But then you also find out later, though, that they've heard horror stories about the Kansas City Fedra group. And it's like why you would even want to get anywhere remotely close to them if they were even the ones still in charge. Yeah, it's that's like, true. Eh. So I'm like, I'm questioning. I think he's just he's he's worried about Tommy. He's impatient at this point. It's my guess. He's a little eager beaver. Yeah. But they make it in town. They're lost. Like you said, Ellie's like, I've been in a, this is only my second day ever in a car, fuckhead. Mm-hmm. I, I, she said, I feel like she says something like that. Mm-hmm. But, and uh, they pull around the corner and there's a guy. He's like, oh, help me. I'm hurt. Now I'm immediately like, nope. Just drive past him. Just drive past him. <clears throat> he tells Ellie, 
buckle up. She's like, why? It's like, just buckle up. And they start speeding, and clearly the guy's not hurt. It's an ambush. Someone throws a cinder block off the roof, busts the windshield. Jill crashes into a laundromat. Gunfire. Uh, they're pinned down behind a truck. Uh, Joel manages to take out one guy across so the street. Only it's not until uh, Joel has Ellie safely hidden behind a wall that he's then able to focus in and take out the guy and go all Joel yeah. mode. Yeah, so once he doesn't Ellie's, want her to see. Once he no longer has to worry about her, he's able to uh, do his thing. Do his thing. Right. And he's already established he's showing concern not just for her physical well-being, but her mental with the whole not wanting her to see the dead bodies in the previous episode or they you know just burned alive or killed and burned innocent people but he doesn't want to see her to see the extreme acts of violence that he's capable of Mm -hmm. and here we get the use of scrotum's gun because she took that gun previous in the last episode and now it's going to come into play because uh this is also coming into play joel don't hear so good from his his right ear so a guy right. is able to get the drop on him and starts choking him out, and she has to, to rescue him. And interestingly, uh, she pulls up her knife first, but then ends right. up shooting the guy. Which, she probably should have just gone with the knife, but that's probably a little too personal for that's someone like too her. Too personal at a... this point for her, yeah. Yeah, um, so the gun, which is a bold choice. Now, uh, she shoots the guy, but it's not a kill shot. It is not a kill so shot. Now... Brian... <laughs> Brian is still alive. And Brian seems like he's at most young 20s. Brian is a kid. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Teenager to young 20s. And he's like, please, no, like, look, hey, you got me. It's okay. Hey, look, can you just take me to my mom? We're not fighting now. We're not fighting yeah, we're anymore. we're not fighting. I'm sorry. I'm like, sorry. Like, hey, mom. And Joel's like, Ellie, go back on the other side and turn around. And as soon as she turns around, Brian knows, like, oh, like fuck he's like no 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 mom 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 and then we hear what stabbing noises yeah he gets stabbed joel likes to uh stab people yeah well i mean you're not gonna waste ammo if you don't you're not gonna waste ammo so joel just puts the kid down like that's tough and joel's probably joel probably puts people down like with a kill shot like as quickly as possible so you don't have to deal with this part of it Mm -hmm. they don't get a chance to call for them because now all of a sudden like obviously i'm not a hardened by the 20 years of an apocalypse killer guy but I feel like no matter how hard I'd be, if they start screaming for their mother and they're a kid like that, even though I feel like I had to do it, that's gonna remind me that this is a person. Nope. Kim, Kim doesn't care. <laughs> She's cold-blooded. She might actually I, I, kill me. I'm not a violent person, but the when I saw this scene, I was like, no. Like, I'm pretty sure I wrote in my notes. I was like, kill that mofo. Like, I'm pretty... <laughs> Yeah, but it's easier to kill them when you're like, when they're crying for their mother. Like, oh, no. God. Whatever. They didn't have to ambush this car. That's 100% on No, them. I agree. I'm saying you still have to do it. But He it's... asked for it. I'm not saying don't kill them. I'm saying kill them quick and clean so you don't have to hear that, oh, yeah, that was a human being. You kill them quick and clean. That's just a guy that tried to jump me. Now it's a boy crying for his mother who did a dumb fucking thing. Yeah, well. But fuck the Joel. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah, fuck around, find out. Yeah. Um, so Joel kills Brian. Because uh, now we know his name. It could have been a guy. Now I'm like, ah, oh, fucking Brian. God you damn idiot. it, Brian. God damn it. And then, they got Brian! They, got they Brian. killed Brian! Brian's dead! Also, they when, they were, when they were in the shootout uh, and they were across the street the and they were yelling at them like NPCs in a video game. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh no! Get out here! An NPC is a non-playable character, so oh. they're the the computer control things running around in your in your video game. Um, like bots? Yeah, bots would be an example, uh -huh. but a lot of times, you know, they're yeah, no bots work. Just the for, enemies for, for you. It's fine. Yeah, enemies. It could be friendlies, but just things that aren't controlled by a player. Okay. You would say a non-playable character. Okay. <laughs> Glad you cleared that up for me, because I didn't know what that was. Yeah. Um, so Joel and Ellie went to the other side of the room there and hid out after killing some So it's foes. important. He, this, is, this is where uh, Ellie is no longer cargo, because he shows her how to use... How to... He teaches her a little gun lesson, and this is the moment where they're, they're, they're tight now. This is it. Like, I'm going to trust you with a gun. Now, the gun did not blow up in the face like I thought it was going to. Well, doesn't he ask her, like, have you killed anyone before or something like that? And she goes, yeah, she's she's killed someone before. Right. So doesn't it doesn't go into detail. She's saying... It wasn't my first time. Uh -huh. Yeah. Which we'll get more explanation on that later, because that's a pretty big uh, plot point later. Sure is. Um, but I, I, for some reason in my head, I thought that the whole her having a gun without Joel knowing it, I thought it was going to be one of those situations where they come up on a, a checkpoint type thing where, hey, we need to trust you. You need to trust us. We will get, we will put down all our firearms. And then she would. Joel, yeah, well, or Joel wouldn't realize it was in her bag or something, and she would forget. Or nah, something even in the game, it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, but uh, in the game, it's a guy that's, like, drowning Joel, and she shoots him. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, so, so she's allowed to have the gun now. Now, I think part of the reason Joel wasn't necessarily pissed about her having the gun, because, well, other than the fact that she did save him with it, was Joel can't know for sure if she took it off the guy that was shot outside the hole or if she had snuck it with him. I uh, think he knew. I, they I they had rifles. Well, they might have also had a handgun, though. Mm. Just because you have a rifle doesn't mean you can't have another gun. I don't... Joel's routinely walking around with a handgun and a rifle. Yeah, but you think that Joel would know the types of guns that Bill has and Bill had would a, all types of guns. Would recognize. And that was Frank's hidden gun. Oh, Frank. Yeah. Yeah, so I, that guess, I guess that. Sure. I was saying, like, if he if he had known for sure that she like had it the whole time, I think he would have been like, "You jerk!" But okay, like it worked out. You're lucky, but you jerk. Well, she's still not exactly following instructions because he says put it in the bag, and she doesn't put it in the bag. <laughs> Puts it right in her pocket. This girl. You're gonna shoot your ass off. I think is what he said. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna shoot your ass. <laughs> and that's off. gonna happen next episode. <laughs> Wouldn't happen to me. No ass. Mm. Take that world. Uh huh. So they they scamper are... off into some buildings to hide, and then we forty. Three floors? Uh, uh, well, they're not going to climb all 43. They're going to climb until Joel's little leggers can't uh, go anymore. Which was like 30-something? Or maybe it was 50-some-odd floors and they made it to 43. Yeah, maybe something like that. And Ellie's calling them out. Like, get up, lazy. Like, lazy? <sighs> he says he's 53. Yeah. He's old. I think 56. The... Oh, 56. I think they're going to the 43rd floor, but they only make it to, like, 32nd or 33rd. 56. Also, I feel like they had him a little more gray in this one. Hmm. Well, you know, it's daylight, so you can see all the grays. That's fair. And we got, it's got that yellow Missouri light. Hmm. You know, like Mexico. Yeah. Or, or Afri Africa. Yeah. Of course. 
So we break off from them before they go to bed there, or we've probably skipped like one of the little cutbacks of what's going on in Kansas City. Right. So we cut to uh, what do we cut to? Do Kathleen. We, Kathleen interrogating the doctor. Oh, Kathleen interrogating the doctor. So here we learn that uh, Fedra has been overthrown by these revolutionaries, and Kathleen is the leader of them, and she big mad. She's big mad. Kim's not intimidated because she looks like a soccer mom. Mm-hmm. Right? I thought we weren't going to say that. Well, you're... <laughs> oh, I think the, the consensus is that this is like a, like a kindergarten teacher. Right. I, that's how, I, I think I made mention, like I said, she looked homely. And I didn't want it to come off as sexist, but I guess apparently it did. I mean, she had the whole like messy bun going on. Oh, she's fine as hell. Not. Like, <laughs> look, she's played. She's played by Melanie Litsky, who I absolutely love. Ever since, well, do you, Dan, do you want to take a shot at what I've loved her in? No. Like, like what? No, I don't know. A little thing called Rose Red. Oh yeah, she's in Rose Red. Uh, but she's also in Yellow Jackets, and Yellow Jackets is awesome. Which Yellow Jackets is on the to-do list, and the mainstream audience probably knows her most from probably Two and a Half Men. That a thing? I don't know what that is. Uh, that was that show with uh, John Cryer, Charlie Sheen. No. And then jo- John Cryer and Ashton Kutcher. Oh, was she the? Was she the? She half? was the. So she was the the, the boy they were taking care of. Yeah, she was the boy. Okay. Yeah. No. It this which really threw me for a loop because everything I've seen her in, which I haven't seen Yellow Jackets yet, but everything I've seen Melanie Linsky in, she's played like just happy-go-lucky, like sweet characters so to see her in this role to me i'm like oh that's kind of actually extra terrifying for me because that like mm, okay you've gone through some shit to be like this now mm-hmm. like this isn't uh like when jeffrey dean morgan walks out in the walking dead as negan you look at him and go okay yeah you look like you're menacing but you look like you might have always been menacing but he wasn't always menacing he wasn't but you would believe that he is this is something where it's a character that will, like, Kim was coming to grips with. Like, she doesn't look like she would be that. and But she and is. And she wasn't that until probably about, like, two weeks ago. When uh, Henry, uh... Well, we'll get there. Yeah. That was really that soon, though? That recent? Uh, Fed- no, that could have... It was ten... Well, the... For her... Ten no. days ago is when the Fedro was overthrown. Right, but she had to have been pissed at Henry before then because Henry did what he did to get medicine. Well, Henry did what he did, which then leads to the brother dying, which then leads uh-huh. to the uprising. So it's not—it's pretty close, I think. It can't be, because the medicine he got was to cure the brother's leukemia. The brother seems to be cured of his leukemia. Okay, so the brother was in prison for a while, and then he died, I guess. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. yeah, they talk about that. They tortured and killed her brother in the same cell that the doctor was in. Yeah. There we go. Timelines, We man. did it. Timelines are confusing in these two episodes, because maybe we do a little jump back at the start of the fifth episode, where Cam and I were trying to be like, oh, well, she already killed the doctor. Spoiler, she kills the doctor, which is insane. It is. It's especially insane, because she doesn't kill the doctor after the first meeting. It's not until uh, they bring back the wounded people who encountered Joel... And they're trying to fix a guy up, and she's like, I, I have a doctor. Would a doctor be able to help here? And she's like, nah, he's a goner. Then she goes and kills the doctor. 
Like, oh, I yeah, guess we he, won't ever need a doctor again if it, if he can't never need a doctor, can't yeah. fix this one thing. Yeah, who's probably your most valuable person with you know valuable valuable skill set in an apocalyptic world? Uh, ben. The doctor. Oh, ben. Shit. Yeah. After Ben, it's a doctor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A doctor. So and from the sounds you, of things, it sounds like they don't have any. Who has any doctors left? Yeah, Dumb. but how useful is a doctor if you don't even have the medicine to do anything? More useful than a well, do- now that they've taken uh, out Vedra, no they have the medicine. So they have everything that they, they not maybe not everything, but they have access to those resources now. But it's still a doctor can probably throw together something. Well, I'm not talking like homeopathic remedies, but like a doctor's going to know how to properly splint an arm. You bust an this arm. This is all part of my gonna... uh, campaign to get her removed from leadership because. She is leading on emotion and not logic. Oh, right. yeah. I don't see her leading them anywhere, really, of worth. Ooh, good cup. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize I left one of those there. Yeah. I love Rasta Lemonade. No Rasta Lemonade in the apocalypse. Uh, yeah, she shoots the fucking doctor. That's insane. It's the doctor okay. that delivered her, too. Yeah! So, I guess one thing that I, like, grappled with, with her character is, like, how, how did she, I'm trying to understand, like, how she got all these people to, like, join her and her cause and try to figure out, like, I was trying to figure out, like, what does she, does she have something on all these other people that makes them want to follow her, or, like, because I I understand that they're all part of the resistance, but I don't understand why I follow her. Right, she her, just kind of inherited. Her brother it was after... her brother was the revolutionary. Her brother was the Martin Luther King Jr. or whatever an, an analogy similar to that. Yeah. Maybe closer to a Malcolm X. Ma- yeah, her brother. Well, we don't know. If, <laughs> no, it sounds like her brother was like non-violent. Not inciting violence. Yeah, because like uh, her brother wanted her to forgive Henry. Mm, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I think it's just her brother was already their hero, and then he died and became a martyr, and she's able to ride that martyrdom to... She just became the next person to... Right, to... and they're like, oh, well, that's his sister, and so she'll lead us, but she definitely, like Daniel said, was led by emotion. And like Daniel said, he, that's why he doesn't think women should lead, because they're all emotional, and he doesn't think women can now do that's things. Sexist. That's what, yeah, that's not what I said. Daniel's nodding his head, yes. <laughs> no, that's not. what he said. <laughs> Um, that's not what he said, but that's what some other people <laughs> might say, and those people will be idiots. I haven't read any criticism of this episode because uh, most of the Last of Us criticism is garbage. But they're too focused on three and what seven? Yeah, and then I uh, man, I I, I'll, I can't wait to read it for season two. But um, <laughs> um, she killed the doctor. God, so she's this is where we find out that she's hunting for a man named Henry. Man named Henry, yes, and his brother Sam. Now, they go. So first, uh, her we meet her her second in command, her second in command, Perry. Perry, who is that... played by Jeffrey Pierce, who played Tommy in the game. Oh, that's why I went. And what? he has the sickest beard I have ever seen. So he with that beard. He, it's crazy how much with that beard, the way the gray pattern and the look in his eyes, he looks so much like, um, oh, I'm trying, I'm blanking on how to pronounce his name. The, like, I know who you're talking Tim, about right off the bat. Uh, uh, Psych, yeah, right? Yes, yeah, Psych, yeah. uh, look of the, uh. Irish? Look of the Irish? I think that might have been what it was called. 
Timothy Almondson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, look, I'm gonna pull up a picture of him here. You guys do it at home too. Pull up a picture of Timothy Almondson with some of his beards. Uh, he's yep. he's, a lot, he's got some good dye jobs going on mm. jobs, but yeah, him and Jeffrey Pierce, yeah, man. I see it. Like Jeffrey Pierce could play his like five year older brother or something, which you know that's the other Timmy O to me. There's lots of if your name is Timothy and your last name starts with O, you are gonna be successful. <laughs> Timmy O's, um, but Jeffrey Pierce. Uh, I know I recognize him from something else live action. Like, I don't... My brain doesn't work well enough to pick out, like, voices like oh, that. I didn't that pick well. out his voice either, but... Yeah, I, I didn't realize that was Tommy. Plus, I haven't played the game in over a decade. Oh, he was in Love, Death, and Robots. Uh, well, Isn't be, that the... That's that animated thing that I, I showed you a bunch of, where there's a d- bunch of different random... Uh-huh. Yeah. So, clearly he does a lot of voice work, but he acts, and I've seen him... So I've probably seen him in those two episodes of Justified. Uh, but there's something I know him from, and I cannot put a finger on it. It's probably just some random bit on a TV show. But it's driving me crazy. I'm going to scroll through this. Anyway, yeah, so that's our second video, like, voice actor from the game uh, to show up in the show. Yes? Merle? Him? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, and he... Look, he killed it. He, um, so he, Perry, takes Kathleen. He's like, okay, I gotta show you something. And they go down to like a sub-basement of one of the buildings, and there's like a floor cave-in type thing. Kind of like on. a sinkhole forming, right? Yeah, and so we, the audience, don't really know why this is such a big deal other than a sinkhole. Maybe we shouldn't be in this building. So it's like, well, why don't we just move the building? But Kath- Or move from the building. Kathleen's like, we will tell them later, and Perry's not comfortable with that. Now, of course, knowing the show that we're in, I assume it's some sort of fungal type thing, like a mat, like a massive fungus. That's what I thought too. There. Yeah, like yeah, like the roots were breaking things down, and then those. It be almost a... seems like it was breathing, like like it like kept whooshing, right? Yeah, and so we find out later what's really going on under there, which is kind of crazy, but also not. It's neat. I, I mean, I still have issues with the reveal. But again, here's some bad leadership, because he's like, we should tell everyone and we should do something about this now. And she's like, no, we got to find Henry and Sam. For what reason? So we can kill right, them. Right. Yeah, that, which is not going to help your group survive. Like, Henry, and we don't know anything about Henry yet, but it's like, is Henry actively trying to destroy your group? That's what we have to assume. Otherwise, I mean, she's like, painting it that way. She's making it, she painted, made it out to seem like, Henry used a radio and called in Joel and Ellie to yeah. just kill people for whatever reason. Yeah. 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 It's bad. Bad bad leader. I it's I almost agree with Daniel said earlier, but that just that's too generalized of the female. Well, know, okay, think about the female leaders we've seen in this show. Um Marlene. I mean Good leader. Good leader. Tess led Joel. Good leader again. Good leader. See, I, I flipped it around on you. Yeah. you. Re- I think it's just got to be, it's Kansas City that's bad. Yeah. Yeah, Kansas City, Missouri, right? No, the Kansas side. <laughs> I think Kathleen's probably from the Kansas side of Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And you can tell she's got that attitude. Mm. She a baddie. Yeah. She's <laughs> bad. Oh, so weird seeing her be, like, bad. So... 
then uh, Perry takes her. He's like, okay, I've got to show you this other thing. And they go into an attic crawl space. And we think that he's leading them to something that, you know, Joel and uh, Ellie, like something related to them. But it's not. We get up there, and there are these, like, little Superman-looking child drawings all over the walls and whatnot. And empty cans of food. And it's like, are they fucking hunting a kid? Mm-hmm. Like, what the, what the fuck? So these two episodes, four and five, they've go back and forth on their time over these last couple days and they don't hold your hand with it you kind of have to just catch up which i kind of like kind of don't like it was definitely threw me off of the the timeline of events i don't think it's that confusing well it didn't hurt anything but uh, i don't know i struggle with i mean you know i struggle with timeline things like when i'm reading a book i have a hard time trying to piece everything together if it jumps around too much but i don't think this was confusing at i'll all. we'll readdress it when we get to the start of this next episode where i'll talk about my complaints there so anyway we that's when we cut back joel and ellie are now on top of or they're up in the high floor of the uh well on their sky rise. on their way up to the high uh the high floor the high floor rise of building yes <laughs> mm-hmm. uh words uh, Ellie asked Joel how he knew that the guy wasn't hurt in the ambush, and he says that he's been on both sides of these ambushes. Mm-hmm. And then she asks him if he had killed any innocent people before, and he just kind of looks at her. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure Joel and Tess both said we are not good people. Yep, they both said it. They've been survivors, and that's a big thing that comes up again in these episodes and that's what we're always i think it's what we're building to throughout the season is we're turning joel from someone who's merely trying to survive to someone who's trying to live there's like the difference is that and the big theme of the season uh kind of gets revealed in the next episode in five or you mean six? in five when we is the is the big theme humanity? Uh, no. The it's the theme is, I don't want to say toxic love, but the toxic things you will do for a loved one. I mean, toxic or just how you'll abandon all your morals to protect mm-hmm. your dependent. Like you will abandon everything that you think is good and decent. You will do horrible things that you never thought you would have been capable of to protect your loved ones. Yeah, and we've. I mean. Yeah, we've definitely seen that. And but does that make you a bad person? I don't know. Well, okay. So here's the thing: uh, a hero will sacrifice a loved one to save the world, while a villain will sacrifice the world to save a loved one. This is very true, Mister Freeze. <laughs> yes, you're exactly right. <laughs> That's ex- yeah. He just wants to save his wife. And he's the bad guy. That's right. It's a classic Mr. Freeze mm-hmm. plot. Did I lose you, hon? I think so. I just pointed out an exact, like, on-the-nose thing of what Daniel said. A vil- so a hero will let a loved one die if it means saving the world, where a villain will end the world to save their loved one. Mr. Freeze, his whole driving, like, motivation, well, there's more nuance to it, I'm sure, more of the comic books, but, uh, is he wants to save his wife. And to go about doing it, he does bad things to make it happen. So Like Henry. Just like, like Henry. Henry, yes. Like Joel. Well, Joel hasn't really done anything bad yet, right? Joel's implied that he has done bad things to survive. That's true, yeah. Maybe even for things that are smaller than saving your loved one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He hasn't destroyed the world yet. Hmm. He's destroyed some bathrooms, though. <laughs> hey, who hasn't, you know? Yeah, with all that coffee. Ah, uh, yeah. They they get into a room, because Joel's old knees are just shot. Joel says, like, yeah, we're going to sleep here tonight, and in the morning, we will look over the city to see if we can figure out a way out. He's sprinkling broken glass down to have a, a noise trap to make sure no one can sneak mm-hmm. up on him. That fucking works. Uh, they're starting to set up, like, Ellie's built some little beds out of some, like, couch cushions. Which, why they didn't just sleep on the couches, though? Now that I think about it. Maybe it wasn't positioned in a way that Joel could see the door. And in a high-rise building, they, they bolted down the couches so you could chuck them out the window. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're making, we'll say that. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's important for Joel to sleep on his right side so that his left ear is up. Yeah. So, let's see. what We've had another pun before this. This is the Ellie's, pun right here. Well, so before this one, Ellie at one point says, uh, how the, how, what award, or why did the Scarecrow win an award? Yeah, because he was, uh, outstanding, out, he was outstanding in his field. And this is Joel answering. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And she's like, did you read the book? And he's just laughing like, no. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, Joel's a dad, man. He knows dad jokes, okay? But as they're going to bed here... She does the classic, Joel, you awake? You up? And he like he's ignoring her. He's, he's awake. We see he's awake. She can't. And she's like, Joel! <laughs> he's like, what? What's, what's he say? What's, what's she say, Kim? I don't know. She said, did you know that diarrhea is hereditary? And he's got this like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about looking at... The fact that she, he already has... He doesn't say anything that, and she's just like, yeah, it runs in your genes. And he like chortles. Yeah, this is a this is a Joel laugh. We've got a Joel yeah, laugh. Like, it's like that's fucking like that's fucking stupid. She's like, you laughed, motherfucker. Yep, she's got. And him. He's like, no, I didn't. It's like, yes, you did. He's like, go to bed. And she's like, you go to bed. And then they just both start like laughing really fucking hard at it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and you see like an actual genuine grin on his face, and I'm like, that's awesome. We got some bonding. And then they wake up and. Uh, Ellie is, uh, Ellie's already got a gun pointed at her, like, oh, she's already up, and Joel wakes up, and he's got, like, a Ninja Turtle <laughs> with a gun pointed on him. Yeah. And that's, like, is that pretty much that whole episode? That's like, that episode, just, yeah. Like, it's, that episode's, like, 45 minutes long. Yep. So, like, a lot of it's just the shootouts. Um, it's set like, the there's scene. not a lot of, yeah, it's not a lot of substance in that one. We get a little bit of the bonding. And I, it's definitely yeah. It's setting setting the setting. It is setting, setting, setting the setting. Uh, That's right. Wise words. I'd say it's definitely it's it's definitely a little jarring coming from episode three being this big long episode, tight contained story. We got it all in there. To it's like, did we accomplish stuff in this episode? Like, I like the episode, but like this episode by itself doesn't feel. It doesn't stand by itself. Yeah, like, I'm always going to remember episode three. So this is like, we finished this episode, I'm like, okay, I understand why Daniel wanted to do four and five together, because clearly we're going to tie up what happened in four and five. Uh Mm -hmm. So we open episode five um, with, is it back in the the quarantine zone where Kathleen is interrogating all the prisoners? All right, so this is ten days ago. Right, now, they didn't explicitly say that, or did I miss they it? They do. 
Did they really say that? They I say- think, yeah. Oh, see, I was confused because I'm like, I'm like, but they uh, don't, they don't say it right at the start, which is probably what's confusing. Oh, okay, because because here's where I'm like, oh, well, I fucked up because she's talking to the people. They're trying to trying to get these people to rat on Henry. Or maybe they do. And she's and they're saying, oh, well, I didn't see it either way. We we just watched before we came in here, but I, I easily miss shit all the time. Um. She's asking them, like, for information on Henry, and she's like, you guys were all, like, informants for Fedra. Uh-huh. You were turning in members of the Resistance so you could get medicine and something else, and then fucking apples. So, what? like, talk to me. Like, okay, start shooting. Whoa, 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 Okay, and someone spills, like, okay, the doctor was helping them. Uh, but, but they don't say the doctor. They say someone's name. We don't know the doctor's name. And they're like, oh, well, he was a lot more subtle than you idiots. And she walks out of the room... And she tells uh, Perry, okay, Uh, he's like, are we really going to put him on trial? And she's like, what? No, be sure to burn the bodies, it's easier. And and Kim asks, like, is she really going to just kill all of them? And I said, well, she just killed the doctors. No, she hasn't just killed the doctors. But she hadn't killed them yet. Yeah, right. Because the person they ratted out was the doctor. doctor. So this was reminding me of uh, this whole Henry colluding collaborating with fedra and all these other collaborators was reminding me of battlestar galactica when they had cylon collaborators and then i see peanut in the background i was also checking to see if you were picking up the airplane no but, I don't but see now i'm distracted by the, by the peanut in the background yeah cat <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but so cylon collaborators and so guys baltar fucks over way more people by shutting down the defense grid spoilers to the planet and letting the planet get nuked and he got a trial that's civilized society though that's true also i almost spoiled uh that show so bad for a co-worker i didn't realize he hadn't seen it because he's like oh i'm watching the new battle stars the new one (laughs) well because he had just watched the old one this is an older fella and I was like, "Oh, it's crazy! Who turned out to be Cylons and didn't even know it?" And I'm like, eh. "And I'm like, yeah, you've seen it, right?" And he's like, "Oh no, I haven't watched a new one yet." I'm like, "I'm gonna shut up." There, no one's a Cylon. Well, I don't know. I'd never really watched the old one, so I'm like, I don't, I don't no. know what was different. I have no idea. Either. But uh, if we ever do a Battlestar pod, um, his review was, "I love that Starbuck in the original was a man and he was a whore." And Starbuck in the new one is a female, and she's a violent whore. I'm like, what the f- I don't really think she's that much of a whore, but... I didn't... His words, not mine. You can cut that, but and while we'll, it was fresh on my we'll mind... We'll edit that out for our Battlestar podcast. Uh, that's my I fault. That I brought like, it up, because I just wrote yeah. a lot of that down. I also, because we... Uh, here's where we learned that uh, Sam is deaf, so... Uh, him and Henry only communicate through American Sign Language? Mm-hmm. We assume. I don't know American Sign Language, yeah, which, so... Yeah, did we verify that? Because there's the American Sign Language, and... But there's the also... British... Now, I thought this would be... <laughs> I thought... No, I thought this would be racist, but there... This is a fact. There's also Black Sign Language. Oh. There's lots of sign languages. Surely, in other countries, they don't use American Sign Language. No, they don't. But this is American Black Sign Language. This isn't, I don't so, think, but it's a thing, apparently. Unless it's, it's like not. like the Bonics for is sign that, language. Yeah. Is that, because, is that because you thought one of them threw up a gang sign? <laughs> no. You are so... It, I'll tell you how I learned this, because I, I listen, at work today, I, list, I listen to all of the official podcasts, 
on this, uh, hosted oh. by uh, Troy Baker. Yeah, the one they they list on HBO. Yeah, to that's go the check one. Out. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, don't don't steal anything from them. I'm trying that's the not better to. Source. Well, they they're a lot more intelligent, and you know they're involved in. Um, okay, but how it, much so. butt? How much butt fungus? Zero butt fungus. Then they are not more intelligent. <laughs> this is the pod to go to. Zero butt fungus. Oh God. Um. Huh. I mean, <sighs> that's hard. That's hard to survive, especially when you can't hear. Which, also, uh, led to me thinking like, so in the game he's not deaf, and then I was thinking, how would how would that work in a game where you well like. If, if you made it, if you traveling around with a deaf character who could only communicate with sign language, it would be difficult because you have to be in line of sight. In line of sight, and normally you have free control of the camera to look wherever the fuck you want. Yeah, and they would have to so, animate all that. And I was trying to, I tough. was trying to think if there had been a game that had like done that, but I don't know. I wonder if they made him deaf in this just for the payoff at the end. Uh, I mean, that, you could listen to that podcast to find out why. Uh, well, you can tell me when we get to that part. I don't remember. Um, do you remember the payoff? No, I remember the I payoff. Remember. I don't remember why. Oh, okay, okay. Um, that's more fun to speculate than to know. Right, anyway. right. So I'll just pretend I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah. So um, they just happened to hire a deaf kid. Well, they might have. He's cute. I don't think that was the he's, case, but he's cute. He's look. Um, they also aged him uh, down from where he was in the game. Kayvon uh, Woodard. He's a cute kid. Yeah, no, I like him. Uh, I don't know that I've... Oh, well, he might actually be deaf. He played a deaf no, student. he is something. deaf. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So, that's like, he played a... He someone might, you know what? He might actually student. be black. Uh, I doubt it. Remember that time that you accused uh, them people in that one movie of uh, having a, being special needs and then <laughs> acting not special needs for a second? That was a good time. I just thought that was a really good actor. <laughs> How they get that special needs person to act not special needs? Well, the thing is, like Forrest Gump, Tom Hanks isn't special. I think he's got a great future. He's a good actor, is all. Yeah, but you implied the opposite. Did I? You implied that that was a special needs actress who acted not special. No, 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 no. I we roll back that bean footage. That's, that may have been what I said, but that's not what my brain told me to say. <laughs> that's because you're special needs too, buddy. Yeah. Um. So we've. So she's killed a bunch of people after the dock was ratted out. We find out that's the dock. We cut again to, I guess maybe this happened simultaneously. We've got Henry and uh, Sam being led to the hiding place doctor, by Dr. Edelston, mm-hmm. Edelstein, mm-hmm. which is that attic we've seen in the previous episode. Yep. Uh, and they're, they're counting out their food. And they're like, look, we've got maybe 11 days worth of food. That's our timeline. We got to figure out how to get out of here. Like, they can't find, they won't find us up here, most likely. So that's what we got to do. So he gives Sam the crayons. Says this place is ugly. Yeah, it's like trying to distract him, like, from being scared. Because the doctor says, like, he's scared because you're scared. After how many days of drawing do you get bored of it? Like, that's all you have to do up there. He was born without anything like that we're, we have like there's no there was never any tv i guess that's true so like drawing might be the best he's got plus he's deaf so that's even less things in that world he would potentially know, bring have some to books distract. up there i don't know he has issues five six and eight of savage starlight endure and survive All right no it's survive survive 
We all did the sign language correctly. <laughs> Trust us. Um, so what, we do a 10-day jump, and Sam and Henry are there, and... And they're like, I guess the doctor guy hasn't come back for a day or so, and they're like, is he gonna come back? They've got one can of food left. And then they're like, okay, he's, like, he's not coming back. He's probably dead. Right, now here's my thing where I know these guys, uh, that uh, Henry's not like a survivor. Like, he hasn't had to do that. Realistically, you got 11 days of food there uh, before you need more. You have to eat again. You do not wait until you deplenish your entire supply before you move to get more. Well, the doctor so, was the one going out and getting them stuff. Well, the doctor, I think they were waiting on getting out of there. They weren't expecting him to get more food. They were trying, they said 11 days to get our plan. Oh, maybe so they were, Maybe the doctor got caught trying to find a way out. Yeah, okay. Possibly. Uh, but you don't, yeah, you don't wait till the 11th day. You, you go out at the latest the 10th day, so you have something to eat while you're out there to get you another... Well, I think they were waiting for the, the search to cool down for them, but, but it never you know, did. They knew, they should have known that was never going to happen. You pissed off a soccer mom. You should never piss off a soccer mom who might be like it, who might be in love with her brother. Maybe, but like it was your time to bring snacks, and you like she brought really good snacks last time, and then you you bought you bought prepackaged snacks that possibly had peanut butter in them, and you know half those kids have peanut butter, so now she had to go scramble to get better snacks, and now she's pissed and she'll murder you. I can easily see a soccer mom going off. And by soccer mom, I mean any sports mom. That's just a generic term for sports moms. Look, it's serious business. Don't get on the wrong side of a soccer mom. And that is the theme of Last of Us. Yeah. Soccer moms survive. It's not uh, whatever bullshit I was going to say about tribalism and cycles of violence. No, no, no. Soccer moms. Soccer moms. They're gluten-free because that's better for their kids who have all the allergies and whatnot. Uh And that's why they survive when you sermon. You're either gluten-free... Or you're a homosexual because fungus doesn't survive just, butt lube. I'm just reminded of the the kid in uh, home movies who <laughs> he moved away to the desert to be a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't remember that. <laughs> he survives. Well, yeah, he's out in the desert being a lizard. <laughs> I look. I'll show Kim home movies one of these days. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, Brendan Small, you are a legend. Um. So they have to bolt. Like, okay, we have to get out of here. I've been watching. Like, this is Henry talking to Sam. Like, I've been watching their patterns. I've seen we can scuttle out of here. So they get down to the area mm-hmm. there. The they next get day, ready to scuttle. But then he's like, I don't hear anything. And then crash. And then blat 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 blat. It's Joel. Joel. And I love. When shows or movies cut back to a scene we've already seen and give it to us from another angle, I don't care if it's an action scene. I don't care if it's just like side by side, like two people talking like dialogue. I don't know why. I just love seeing that from a, someone else's perspective uh-huh. at some other point in time. So actually getting to see like Joel put down some of these, you know, fellas from across the street, like it's like, ooh, yeah. It's like we get some, I don't know. He did just, a shimmy, everybody. I did it. I just did a shimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I like it. I like it. So that's when Henry gets the idea, like, okay, that guy is a killer, and he's clearly not with them. So maybe we just do a classic team up. Yeah, 
Yeah, so I guess we don't get to see it, but Henry's following Joel and Ellie, like, tracking their movements. Uh So, and we established earlier, uh, we now know that the guns that they pulled on Joel and Ellie were empty because when they're doing a uh, supplies, like, checklist, he, uh, Henry asked the doc, hey, you got any ammo? Doc says, no, what about you? And Henry's like, no. So we know their guns are empty. So they go with the bluff. They step on one piece of the glass. Mm-hmm. That doesn't wake Joel. Because he's they sleeping on start... the wrong side. Yeah. Classic Joel. They sneak through the room, and then they get the jump on him. And that's when it's like, okay, look, I've got guns pointed at you. I didn't hurt you. You're not going to hurt me. We're going to be cool. I just want to talk. Joel's face during this, he is so he, mad. Because he, he dropped the ball. Yeah. And uh, Ellie's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. And then Henry's like, no, he needs to say it too. It's like, yeah, or something <laughs> like that. Like, just sounds like, and she's like, no, his face. No, uh-uh. It's like, that's, he just sounds like an asshole all the time. Joel, will you say that it'll be fine? It's fine. Yeah. Like, he big man. It's just can like, I, like Joel's like, up now. Yeah, <laughs> That's it's what like, he says. yeah. Can I, uh, it's like, so well, think slowly. about it. You just woke him up from his little sleep. He was having a good yeah. little sleep, and now he's awake. He laughed himself to sleep. Maybe peed a little. Probably bit Probably peed a little bit after. Yeah. But yeah, Joel's. It's just funny that Joel can't be not. It's like Joel, man. If that was like an actual loaded gun, and they did really didn't need you for survival, they probably would have just shot you. Because mm-hmm. you're clearly giving off big I will kill you vibes. Yeah. So we got an uneasy temporary truce here. So Henry, do we jump back to the the revolutionaries who are, what was the thing they said earlier? They're dragging bodies around and Sam was hiding Henry, or Henry's hiding Sam's eyes from it. And they're saying any anti-revolutionary people will be shot. And it's like, Okay, but at what point do we get the anti-anti-revolutionary? I mean, at this point, he's like, I love the revolution. Yeah, it's great. I was the first one to love the revolution. But uh, they're dragging a body behind a truck with like a bunch of knives in it and stuff. Uh-huh. And the reason I point that out is Henry tells Joel that Fedra's gone. They've been overturned. And Joel's like, weren't they? Like, we always heard rumors of how bad they were. And Henry's like, yeah, like rape, torture, murder. But you do that to people for 20 years, what's going to happen to those people? Uh-huh, cycles of violence. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so I would say, like, it's a good, like, representation of, like, just, like, cycles of violence. Like, it's just the violence keeps repeating itself. Like, you keep doing all this violence you, on you these people. You did this fucked up shit to me, so now I'm going to do this fucked up shit to you. And then now it's that I've, it now that so I've done this fucked up shit to you again, you're going to do this fucked up shit back to me again. Cycle, which is... uh I would say it's the big theme of uh, part two. Huh. The the game. Uh, part, part two of the two, game, not, yeah. Is not the... Cycles of violence, tribalism, that kind of thing. Yeah. I can't believe you that didn't dawn on you until I just said it like a second ago. No, if only I had said that earlier, right? If only. Uh, Henry also points out that he was an informant mm. for Fedra. Joel comes back and says, oh, I'm not going to work with a rat. So, oh yes you are oh yes you are and here's why i know about these tunnels like i know you came up here to look over the city to find a way out i know the city and joel says well then why do you need me because i'm not a killer 
you, I've seen you kill those guys across the street. I know what you're capable of. I came up here with, un, like, empty guns. I'm, I was unarmed. Yeah, uh-huh. like, the, the, me pointing an empty gun, an unloaded gun at you was the closest to violence I've ever gotten. So right there, he admitted to Joel, we don't have bullets, man. Yeah. So Joel could have just said, all right, fuck you. But Joel wants out of the city. And at this point, Ellie has kind of already started bonding with Sam. Yes, and uh, Henry tells Joel that the reason there's no infected in the city is because Fedra had pushed all of them underground. Which, how how do you do that? I don't know. Like a broom? Also, also, like, if they're all underground and no one up on top has been getting infected, when we see the infected later, there's a lot of relatively fresh-looking... I don't think Infected. there are. You think they're all clickers? I think every one you see is a clicker. Were they? Well, you with, might the exception the of, with the exception of ones? one. Yeah, the, the, the dickhead looking ones? Yeah. Yeah. Except for the big Except for the bloater. Dude. Yeah. The bloater. Yeah, which, the Hulk. Uh, that was impressive. If I was turned into one, I would look like that. Mm-hmm. I'm a big boy. Uh, so, but... <sighs> They said, um, but it's also implied that this was a thing that Fedra was like actively managing, and now that Fedra's gone, that's why things are getting out of control underground. But you'd think if they got them all underground, they could more easily just kill them. Henry had heard from one from one of the Fedra people that they cleared it out three years ago. These tunnels they cleared the tunnels are out. Amp- yes, the tunnels. But when they say they have them underground, I'm assuming they meant the tunnels, not just. They somehow fucking buried them all or something? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. But it isn't. Why are they just... I, me, just personally, t- I wouldn't put them underground because that's Fungus likes that. Yeah, I'm not going to make them happy. I would put l- them in the desert with that kid who's a lizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fungus hates the desert. You know what? That's a good... Why wouldn't you move to the desert? Well, I, I, what are you going to eat? Cacti. What are you going to drink? Cacti. You never think about these things. Vegas, man, it's fine. How much water does Vegas have to, like, import? All of it. Okay, so you probably don't want to live there. Yeah. It's fine. If I'm the only one there, I'm the only one who thought of going to Vegas. Everyone else left. Okay. It's got to rain there at some point. Anywho, they're under the ground, and I'm just like, are they just down there, like, tunneling around? Because they're causing that weird uh, sinkhole in the building. It's like, what are you guys even doing down there, man? Are you mole people? So I think that's the, like, the, I think that's fungus is what that is. You think the way it was moving though, like like Kim said, it looked like it was alive. I'm just like they move as a swarm. Yeah, I think that's just them all moving, and it's just causing all the like they hear the people up there, so maybe they're trying to like tunnel. Maybe I don't I don't uh, know. It's a it's a weird thing, a cool weird thing. Like I want to see the behind. Like I want to give me the shot of them down wherever they are. With I want little pickaxes. Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of like clicker steves. Yeah. So. Okay, so we've established they're possibly underground, but we got a tunnel, and we can we can get to this tunnel, which will allow us to bypass uh, the barricades the, they have the, set up. Get around can, the four highways that are uh, locking us in. Right, and then we can go through this residential area, make a ride around this house, and there's a, an, a bridge. An, an embankment. An embankment, and then embankment. we can cross a pedestrian bridge over the river. Yeah. Sure. Yes. So that's the plan. And they, we need Joel, because Joel can do, the, do some killing. Mm-hmm. So, we got that. We got, like I said, Ellie and Sam are bonding, um, which I forgot to explain. Sam is the Ninja Turtle, right. because 
uh, Henry... Sam's the one been drawing all these superhero things, so Henry takes, like, wall house paint. <laughs> you know, just some industrial uh, lead paint. Yeah, and paints it orange across his face, and Kevin's like, it's like a Ninja Turtle. I'm like, he is like a Ninja Turtle. I'm kind of jealous. I want to be, <laughs> be a Ninja Turtles. Uh, so he looks dope, I think. But we get, uh, let's see. In the tunnel, we, and there's, like, it looks like. It's, it's clear. It's clear, and it's got, like, a little civilization going on down there with all the education So this is stuff. this is interesting. Right? This, yes. I thought, was a missed opportunity, because this is from the game, and you learned all, you learned all about Ish and his little uh, settlement here through, like, a series of notes that you pick up while just wandering around. And I thought it would have been cool to do a standalone episode on that. Just to actually show it? Yeah. Because you know you don't ever you meet Ish. no you never meet it it's all through the notes it's all through the notes so, and there's a drawing for, of so who's... Ish and Danny yeah so in in games and whatnot a lot of times if you go around and you pick up everything like especially in bigger games like this there are all sorts of sub stories that you can learn about like environmental through... storytelling yeah mm-hmm. so you never actually see these characters but you can learn a you can sometimes get some pretty deep stories. From just going around and picking up all these notes. Kind of like the, the, what's that one game that you're playing that, uh, book? What I'm playing? <laughs> Gar- uh, no, Guardians of the Galaxy, where you, you're, you potter, you follow Peter. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And, and you have, like. You pick up a lot of things. And a lot you of things, learn. and you have, like, the little side stories. Mm-hmm. Like that, or, um, more recently, like, when I'm playing God of War, mm-hmm. you see me reading little war tablets and stuff. Where you're learning about all sorts of stuff that you're never gonna see in the game, but it's it's stuff that helps fills up the world, and it's that's it's stuff like that. It's why I think like episode three was important, right? You got to fill this world so you care about what's going on in this world. And I this I just thought like uh, when they when I heard they were doing a show, I thought for sure that that they would do an episode on this. You remember the basic rundown of the story we learned on them? So now this is when in. This was when it was in Pittsburgh. Uh, Ish was a, was like a sailor guy, and he was out at sea when the uh, when when everything broke bad with the infection. So he Corpse comes up, back, yeah. uh, gets all paranoid, lives underground in this bunker like place, but then gradually goes out and uh, meets people, brings them in, and basically builds this small little community underground. So, like, the opposite of Frank. The opposite or, of Frank, yeah. Yeah, where he's wanting to bring people into his safety, his safe haven there. And uh, eventually, someone in the settlement accidentally leaves a door open, and they get overrun with uh, infected. But Ish, Ish and, like, two other people and some kids survive, and I think you find their last note in the motel, I think? That same motel that... So, theoretically, this person's still alive out there. Hmm. Like Kim said, that same motel we end up at at the end of the episode? Maybe. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Because this was was Uh, game stuff when it was in Pittsburgh, right? Right, right, right. And they don't have motels anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. That Uh, wouldn't make sense. Yeah, never. Never, never, never. So, they stop in this, like, classroom-type thing. There's toys and stuff. Ellie and Sam are immediately, like, wanted to dick around with some of the toys and whatnot joel wants to move on ellie's like what there's finally stuff for us to do man can we just sit here 
Henry points out, it probably would be best to wait for some of the light to go down before we come out of the other side of the tunnel so we're not, like, fully exposed, which turns out to be a smart move. So we get more bonding. We get some, you know, uh, Sam and Ellie are playing soccer. Um, they're talking about their comic books. Because uh-huh. uh, Sam, Sam finds a comic book, which I'm like, well, that's a lot more appropriate than the last magazine that Ellie found, which we didn't talk about. <laughs> Ellie's in the backseat of the pickup truck earlier, and she finds one of the gay porno mags. Mm-hmm. And she pulls out the centerfold, and uh, Joel's like, uh, well, no, no, put that down, put that away. He's like, look, I just want to see what all the fuss is about. She's like, how did he walk with that thing? <laughs> What the heck? And then tosses it out the window. I can't believe I forgot to bring up. We implied there was a massive dong. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're the comic books. And that's when they get to endure and survive, which uh, uh, Henry and Joel bond over at some point to like endure and survive. Like, isn't that a bit redundant? Yeah. yeah so, so dumb. But down here is where Henry tells Joel basically what he did to get himself into this trouble. And that is that Sam, what was it, leukemia? Sam had leukemia. Sam had leukemia, and the only way to get the medicine was to work with Fedra. And so he turned in the revolutionary leader to get the medicine. Yeah, Kathleen's brother. Yes. And that's why she big mad. She big mad. So he's like, yeah, I did did a bad guy thing. I'm a bad guy. This is what he's saying. Uh He's like, and this is her brother. So you really think she's just going to let it go? Mm. Joel understands, though. I mean, I think, is it later at the motel, he tells him, like, look, I, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. And from what we've seen from Joel, we know he would have. He wouldn't have hesitated. Mm-hmm. It's pretty astounding they were able to, like, get this kid over his leukemia and this... Yeah, you know, isn't leukemia, like, a... Don't you, isn't that, like, a, that's what, like a long treatment? That's why I said, like, it couldn't have been, like, ten days like, ago. Like, didn't Walter White have leukemia? It's a it's a cancer of the blood. Yeah, so it's you, not you. Yeah, it's a very long. And I don't think it's one of the ones you have a real easy time getting rid of. But I'm not a big. I'm not I, a doctor. I'm not a, leuke, not a leukemia. I don't know expert. if we've ever said this on the podcast. They killed the doctor. Okay, we could have asked him, but they killed they did him. kill the doctor. Yeah. she's big crazy. So yeah, so he did a bad thing for what he thought was worth it. Like and uh we. We'll talk. We get uh, we get out of there. It's nighttime. I'm jumping to this because I want to talk about when her her encounter with Henry. It's nighttime. We get out of the tunnel. They're walking down the street. Like Henry's like, ah, my plan's fucking awesome. We're great. Uh-huh. And Joel's like, shut up, man. Everyone's like, shut shut up. And then gunshots start coming, and there's a sniper in the tower. But it's nighttime. So he's not really hitting them. He's hitting the vehicles and stuff. Well, he's them. not hitting them not because it's nighttime. He's not hitting them because he's bad. Well, that's what Joel says. But Joel also tells Ellie, like, in the previous episode, like, he's not very good shot either. But he's, when push comes to shove, he makes some fucking shots. And that's why I believe Joel when he says, this guy's a shit shot. Yeah. I think the nighttime, though, absolutely helps. Well, it's nighttime and it's an old man. He can't see so good. Yeah. So Joel looks at Ellie. He's like, I'm going to go around to the building he's a shit shot you stay here don't move you won't get shot ellie's like are you gonna be okay like you can't do that he'll see you coming he's like do you trust me and then she's like yes so they're hiding behind a car joel manages to work his way up the tower behind the guy pulls a gun on him says okay put the gun down 
Put the gun slide down, fight like a man. Fight like a man. Put the gun down, slide it over, and then you're going to stay here for an hour. And the guy's sitting there holding the gun, and Joel's like, please. This is an old, don't. old guy. Yeah, like older than Joel, even. An ancient. He's in his 50s. an ancient guy. If it were up to me, he would have been thrown into a volcano by now. Oh, for sure. He would have, you know, he would have fit right along. He would have been a nice, perfect per- part to make a thruple with Bill and Frank. Like, that's how old he was. He's w- older than that. Maybe. They were ancient when they finally killed him. Yeah. Um, he doesn't do it. He turns, Joel shoots him. Yep, suicide by Joel, cop. See it all yeah, the time. pretty much. Joel's still in the tower. He hears a radio going off, and the radio's telling this old man, just hold them there. We're almost there. Yeah, it's so Kathleen like, on off. the radio. Yeah, Joel's like, oh, fuck. So Joel is yelling through the window as loud as he can, run, run. They can barely hear it where they're at because they're so far away. And then we got cars coming up, and the the person in the front vehicle with the plow on is like, oh, there's cars everywhere. And Kathleen's like, that's why you're in the front, idiot. Yeah. Drive <laughs> through it. So they are, You stupid. So, <laughs> so they plow right through the cars. Ellie, Sam, and Henry have to, like, take off running. Joel's trying to take shots at the plow truck, and he's he's missing. I mean, he's hit the truck, but he's not able to get a shot in at the driver. It's only until the driver is a lot closer, Joel's able to finally get the shot off after Ellie falls down. The truck swerves, crashes into a building, um, catches on fire. Now, they are, see, they're trapped for a second, and then it blows up. They get distracted, and they're trapped again. They're hiding behind a car, car. yeah. They're hiding behind a car. Kathleen says, like, Henry, like, come out. Like, Henry's like, well, let the kids go, and I'll come out. Kathleen says, no, because she, the girl, came with the man who killed Brian. Mm-hmm. And, well, Sam, he's with you, so no. And then uh, he's like, <coughs> she, she's like, what, they're just kids. They shouldn't die. It's like, what are you talking about? Kids die all the time. Yeah, like, she says it so nonchalantly, and then this is when she points out, like, you defied fate. Maybe Sam was supposed to die. Like, fuck you. And, and yeah, and you did do it, and, um, God, what was my point from earlier, talking about, the world doesn't revolve around him. That was my point. She says the world doesn't revolve around Sam. My, my counterpoint is to Henry, it does. Right. Sam and to Joel, his family's what matters. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a little. I think she's a little bit of a hypocrite there oh, because big. it's like, you know, the world doesn't revolve around him, but here she is, to- like tearing everything up just to get revenge for her brother. Uh huh. You know, she's she's like, you know, the hypocrisy is very very on the nose. This yeah. uh, so obvious. I'm, yeah. I'm actually really glad because this character is not in the game. Uh, Do you like her? Yeah, I'm in, very in being... glad that they included someone like this because it kind of serves as foreshadowing for what is to come much later mm-hmm. down the road. Mm-hmm. Now, I, like, I like these two episodes because this is one of those things where everyone always talks about in these post-apocalyptic worlds where we have some sort of creatures, the reason humanity is mostly wiped out after a certain amount of time they are no longer your main concern for survival. It's the other people. Uh-huh. The other people have been the danger for all this. And in fact, when we do eventually get the infected here, it kind of helps our heroes out in a big way. Yeah, they would have been screwed. Our, yeah. Oh, for sure. So Henry tells come out. Ellie and Sam, like, okay, Ellie, you take Sam and run. 
here in a second. And Henry's like, okay, I'm coming out. Henry pops up. That's when Kathleen's given that big spiel about, like, you know, maybe you should have died. All that shit. The truck that has crashed into the house with the plow on it that blew up has now started sinking into the ground. Now, this has drawn all the attention. And they have a small, like, armed force with them. Like, it's a good amount of people. Uh Like, this isn't, like, four or five people. This is probably their entire forces, which is ridiculous considering, well, now everyone else is unprotected, but whatever. Uh, The truck starts sinking into the ground, which we're immediately like, oh, yeah, that sinkhole from earlier. And then a World War Z-style swarm of clickers comes flying out of that hole. They start firing, firing, and then we hear, like, a couple big thumps. Big boy bloater. Yeah, he comes out. Perry tells Kathleen, like, just go. Don't look back. He's trying to take it out. Kim's like, like, are they together? And I'm like, I think he's just, like, a a very infatuated follower. Uh Like, he is... He would die for it, and he's going he's to. He's protective in a way that, I mean, he was protective in a way that made me think, like, he cares about her. He's simple. Right. Now, right. Yeah. He possibly, he also, I mean, we didn't have to expand on his character because we can just assume a bunch of different things. He either was infatuated with her or maybe was infatuated with her brother, which they all seem like they you sure. know, loved. They had to have really loved her brother to just fall in line behind and I her. I think now did. Uh, these people are basically projecting the brother onto her. When she is not the Pretty brother. Pretty much. She is not. Oh, she's definitely not. Um, so the clickers come swarming out. They're all focused on that. Joel's taking some shots uh, to try to like keep Ellie safe. They're all scrambling. Ellie gets separated from Sam and Henry. Ellie spots an open window in the back of a vehicle that she can try to crawl through. So she does. Uh-huh. Uh, Joel has to take some shots to get her there. She's in there. And then we get to the part that just ugh, bothers me. Oh, cool shirt alert. Cool shirt alert. Creepy kid clicker. Like, little girl clicker rolls in there. Now, that doesn't bother me. I'm okay with You're, kid monsters. Are you bothered by her Blue's Clues shirt? Her Blue's Clues shirt. No. It's how she keeps flipping over the seats, and it's all bendy and twisty. Uh, yeah, you don't and like I, that. It is well established. I don't like yeah, bendy, it, twisty things. If she things. had, like, started just talking about some emotional trauma, too, that would have been... Oh, that would have bothered me, too. But emotional bendy people yeah. are my kryptonite. Yeah. Like, don't twist your head 180 degrees and tell me about your feelings, yeah. okay? I'll die on the spot. And so Ellie's stuck in the car with that, so like, ah, shit. So she has to get out. So she does. She pops out, and that's when, you know, again, chaos is happen- happening everywhere. The, the the big boy clicker has been, like, Hulk smashing things. He's, I don't ever, we don't ever see him actually get put down. We just get out of the area. Well, you can't... well they, they see, like, they see, like, People are shooting at him, yeah. but it's obviously not having any kind of effect Real on effect. it. Yeah, take him out yeah. with pipe bombs, Molotovs. They're not ready yeah, for that. They haven't been crafting. Yeah, no. They've been gathering materials and crafting. Got to craft. Ellie spots Henry and Sam underneath another vehicle. This is the part where I'm like, there's no way none of them have been, haven't been bitten yet. Oh, you didn't know? Yeah, You didn't, I, uh, you didn't know I, what, was hap- what was coming? I knew the end result but i didn't remember exactly how it happened until we were back until we made it to the motel and i'm like okay i know i did a snap in case you couldn't hear that like a snap and a finger point (laughs) he Um, gave me finger guns gave you finger guns so ellie helps get them out from under the car we get out of there joel comes down they sneak out of there the whole kansas city group of people there are just they're demolished from the clicker swarm the clickers are more focused on all the group of bodies so the small group of joel sam henry and ellie are able to just slink out the back 
uh, and they we cut to them in a well hotel. Oh, uh, as they're slinking Ka- out, uh, Kathleen, Kathleen confronts them, and she gets karma for her kids die all the all the time comment because she gets mm-hmm. jumped by a, a kid clicker. The the one that was after Ellie in the car. Yeah, Bindi, yeah. Beat, Bindi girl beats the shit out of her. Yeah, that's what you get. That's what you and get. all the clickers run off to, I guess, towards the downtown areas. I'm yeah, assuming where, where all the, the other people are. Yeah, well, that's right. It's Friday night. Meal. It's party time. Yeah. Party time downtown, KC. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut to a motel, and now we got you know our. You our, got Henry our, and and Joel and. Joel's basically saying, hey, Henry, like, you know, do you want to join us? We're going to go to Wyoming, right? Right. This is the part where I look at Kim and I tell her, you don't finish this game with people like it's Joel and Ellie. So Uh, that's not true. I mean, it's Joel and Ellie. I told her at the in the start of the fifth episode, I go, hey, hon, like, yeah, they're making us grow attached to Sam and Henry. (laughs) And we know what that means, and sure as shit, we get in there, Ellie and Sam are still bonding, she, he's been teaching her sign language, obviously Joel trusts Henry a bit now, like, you're gonna come to Wyoming with us, I'm, I'll probably be walking, it's fine, you can come with us. They tell, the grown-ups tell the kids, like, okay, it's time for bed. Also, for most of these two episodes, Kim and I are assuming Sam is Henry's son, we find out that's his right, brother. It's his brother his brother uh and so i think that's the part where joel tells henry like i would have done the same thing Uh sam and ellie are in the room together door shut because they're supposed to be going to bed ellie gets back up like starts reading in the comic book to him which he reads it out loud when they're supposed to be sleeping it's like this is the one time you can get by with reading it with just your mouth and not make any noise and not get cut that's true that is true but it would be as good for film no, I agree. But he uh, he puts a stop to it, and he wants to like ask her some questions. And he's like, you know, what are you afraid of? Or, like, are you ever afraid? And she goes, like, why? Don't I look afraid? And he goes, never. And she says, I'm afraid of scorpions! And he just doesn't even Scorpions! React. And then she's, then she's like, okay, I'm afraid of ending up alone. Uh-huh. Which, you know, hey, aren't we all, right? He, she asks him, what are you afraid of? And he says, writes, I'm afraid that when you become the monster, you're still trapped inside. Red flag. (laughs) And she's like, what? And he pulls up his pant leg and he's been bitten. Yeah. And it's already, you see the little fungal vein going up his leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and he's, he's like sad. And Ellie's like... She kind of pants. She shows him her arm, and she says, "My blood is medicine." And he, she pulls out her knife, and he's like, "No, no, no, no!" And she cuts her hand and starts rubbing it on his leg. Now, look, that's not how it works. We all know how it works. How does it work? Like, you can't just smear some blood on someone. But like, I was like, maybe a blood transfusion would potentially be a thing because there's, there's been, there's diseases we treat with blood transfusions from people that happen to have some weird immunity to certain things. There was this one dude, I forget what disease it was, but he had donated, like, I think over 2,000 liters of blood in his lifetime. Oh, yeah, he thinks he's so cool saving all those kids. Boo. Yeah, like, it cured, like, a disease in all those kids. So, like, a blood transfusion sometimes is just the cure 
But smearing your cut hand on his open wound it's is a not very a blood childish uh, response. Right, but she has she she's just hoping for something. So he he's scared. He's like, "Will you stay stay awake with me?" She says yes. They give a big hug. I'm like, "Ah, oh, god damn it!" She we cut to her asleep in the chair because she she's weak sauce. She wakes up. He's sitting facing away from her. He's basking, like, oh, he's, basking in the sun. Yeah. He's okay. So she tries to call him out, call out his name, and she's like, oh yeah, <laughs> deaf. So she goes over, taps him on the shoulder, and he's turned. Yeah. He attacks her. They go flying out through the door. She's fighting him off. Uh, Joel immediately wakes up to the struggle. He's like, oh, Ellie! And like he's getting up, and he's like, sees the gun. He's about to go for the gun. Henry grabs the gun first and points it at Joel. It's like, Joel, stop! And then Joel tries to like go towards Ellie to save her, and Henry fires at the floor near Joel, and Joel freezes. And then Henry, like, he, he takes a beat, and then he just, he shoots Sam. Uh-huh. Like, instincts kicked in, because this is, you've been living in this apocalyptic world, you know what to do with infected. Instincts kick in, he shoots purely on instinct. And now he's still got the gun pointed at Joel, and he's looking over at the blood dripping out of his brother's head, and he's just like, what have I, what have I done? What have I done? Now, Kim probably can't see much at this point because the waterworks are in full effect. <laughs> like, she was bawling her eyes out. I had, like, I, I the tears didn't quite come, but I got that, like, full body chill where I'm just like, God damn it. And so I already, he's pointing the gun at Joel, and I'm like, he's going to turn it on himself. And Joel's like, put the gun down. I think Joel knows, too. I don't think Joel feels like he's in danger here. I think he's Joel, like, Yeah, Joel knows. Joel knows. And he's like, what have I done? What have I done? Henry turns the gun around on himself. Bang. Joel and Ellie are alone again. Yep. Ah, they make you care about characters and they fucking kill them. And it's so good. It works every time. Kim never learns. She's got so only so many tears. She's about to cry again. You gotta learn. Big old cry baby. You gotta learn. So the payoff I was talking about with him is we've we've talked about how the fungus, the cordyceps, like when it takes over the body, it, like, heals some of the ailments. I wonder if he'd got to the point to become a clicker, if it would have healed his deafness. Could he have effectively become a clicker? Uh, or he would have been the worst clicker ever. He might have been the worst the, clicker ever. Right. But the payoff thing was, at before he's a clicker, he's just a regular thing, and it hasn't healed his hearing yet. So he wakes up, and he's just staring. Because he's not hearing anything, he's not attracted to anything else behind him. So the fact that he woke up and looked the way away from Ellie is what saved her from being attacked in her sleep. And he probably would have sat there until something moved in front of him or touched him. Yeah, that's true. Because there's nothing to draw him. So that, I think, maybe they just, well, you know the truth. Like, he was, he seemed probably, this is a bit, like, the kid was, the kid's hella cute. Like, I'd, I'd watch that kid in anything. Mm-hmm. Like, he was good. And he acted his ass off. So it might have been a case where the best person we interviewed for this part happened to be deaf, so we worked that into the character. And it, I... It made everything more bleak, but they worked around it. That payoff of like, oh, this, we can explain why it looks like he's not infected, but it turns out he is, and he didn't attack her. That's why. He, at that point, he didn't know she was there. It's my thoughts. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah. My thoughts are your thoughts, yes. Hmm. Now, we cut to them burying the bodies. We had a convenient shovel somewhere. That's true. uh, At the motel. Very convenient shovel. They're burying the bodies. Now, Kim here, her humanity's gone, I found. Yeah, because I was like, why even bury it? Like, you're wasting all so, this energy. 
Joel to... would not have buried them if not for Ellie. That's exactly what I said. I said two weeks ago, Joel wouldn't even have considered burying these bodies. But at this point, it's important to Ellie. I'm willing to bet he didn't put up a fight at all. Um, if it was Ellie's idea, you mean? Yeah, because it was Ellie's idea. Now, I do think, though, he would have considered if he had the chance to bury Tess. She was a loved one. Mm. So but... this is our character evolving. Yeah, he, his human. That's what I said. He's he's no longer surviving. He's living. That's now, what we've been talking about. Right? They were pulling closer, but now I think because he's seen the danger and getting close to someone, and that that you can just lose them that quickly, I think he's gonna pull away from Ellie. Yeah, but you've also seen the rest of the series, so you might know. But it it tracks. But so I don't it's, remember. It's one of. So. It's one of it's it's not it's one of two ways he can go though. He can either hold her so tight because he is scared of losing her, or he is going to push her back like, "Oh no, I started to care for this person. She's just cargo. I don't want to be hurt again like I was when my daughter was killed." So I can easily see it going either way. Uh, but it's it's hard to not care for someone when you've already like opened that door. He already laughed at the diarrhea joke. That's true. Mm. So it's over. He's yeah. He laughed at a butt thing. He laughed at a butt thing, which he would love our podcast. Butt stuff all over the place. Um, Ellie brings over the little, like, magnetic writing pad thing that Sam used for a lot of his communication. Yeah. Uh-huh. And puts it down in the grave, and then she walks away, and she's like, Joel, which way is west or whatever? And she starts walking that way. Joel looks down and sees on the notepad she wrote, like, I'm sorry. Now, if that's where, like, I got chills, I'm like, oh, God. Damn. But what? I, so that was kind of confusing to me. Like, what is she sorry? Like, I don't understand what she's, she's sorry, sorry she couldn't about. save him. She's sorry that he died that way. She's sorry that her blood couldn't cure him because she she's but sorry. It's not, it's not like it's not her fault. Yeah, none of it's her fault. But this will probably provide further motivation for her to want to complete the journey. Like she will, she wants to. We'll find out more about her backstory and stuff. Uh, why she would be willing to potentially lay it all on the line so she could save all the kids of the world. All the Sams. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's who she's saving at this point. Like, from here on out, it's, it's Sam and maybe another character that she's like, if I had been able to get to these people to make the cure a long time ago, these people never would have died. I have to go be this person. The cure. The the cure. At at all costs. Like, we need to move on. I need to do it. Now, she goes cold. Like, on this walk away here, like, she is all business. And Joel's kind of... Seems like Joel's kind of taken aback from it a little bit. He's like, oh. It's almost as if they've, like, reversed roles a little bit, isn't it? To me, anyway. For that ending bit there? That's how I feel, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's... Ugh. So effective, though. God, I got chills again just talking about the I'm sorry note like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought, though, he was going to pick it up and write me too. <laughs> <laughs> Joel. Me too, Joel. Joel. Me too. Sign Joel. XO, XO. XO, XO. <laughs> Gossip girl. Gossip Joel. Um, so, this is just another stopping point on our trip to find Tommy and a trip to get some people to work on the cure these stopping points are important for our characters because well it's again it's causing their growth to you know branch off in more interesting ways instead of just instead of just i am the transporter you are the cargo right 
It forces them to spend more time together in more extreme situations. It forces us to, again, see more of this world that will try to explain why certain people are acting the way they do. Like, it's a bleak world, man. Even when people... So it's not just Fedra. That's important. Fedra aren't the only potential bad guys out there. No, because people suck. People suck. This is a rough world. Yeah. I mean, yep. So now we got Ellie and Joel made it through Kansas City. We're on foot now. No truck. Just, you just probably have limited to get all resources. the way to uh, Wyoming. No biggie. From they're probably in Kansas now. It looked like it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Look, all the states around here, they're all the same thing. Except for Nebraska. That one is flat and boring. Okay. Well, there goes all your Nebraska listeners. I'm just saying, I spent time in Nebraska. <laughs> Hella good bowling out there. Because it's so flat? I probably helped. Yeah. But probably because that's there wasn't a whole lot else to do there, so they built bowling alleys, and they all got really good at bowling. I mean, we say there's nothing to do. What does that mean? means, like, there's not a lot of industry driving people to Nebraska. Industry? What does that mean? Like, you got farms. You know what farms do? They take up a lot of land farm. for farm stuff. You know, if you're taking up a lot of land with farm stuff, what you probably don't have a lot of? People. Fungus. You don't have a lot of people. You're not built... What'd you say? Fungus. Oh, I thought you said fucking. No. That's true. If you don't fungus. have a lot of people, there's probably not a lot of fucking. <laughs> Which means not a lot of fungus. Not a lot of butt stuff. Not a... That's what never... took the words right out of my mouth. You took the butt stuff right out of your mouth? <laughs> you took mouth. the butt stuff right out of my mouth. Clap, clap, clap. There was um, these two episodes not gay enough. Well, okay, we have one gay magazine. Okay, if I could criticize these two episodes, right. Um, going up, so the last episode, super gay. Loved it. Next one, not gay enough. Not gay enough. Okay, but if you had to rank the episodes... We're through five now. Yeah. If you had to rank them, what would... What would uh... And I'm okay with you saying one and two are, are an episode, three is an episode, and four and five are an episode. Yeah. Oh. Uh, five, three... Uh, or no, three, five, one. three, five, one, I guess, then. Yeah, you like the Kansas City arc better than the opening. No, arc? I said three five one. Yeah, so oh. you like the Kansas yeah, City yeah, yeah, arc yeah. better than the opening. Yeah, 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 arc. Yeah, I f- yeah. I feel nothing from the opening. Um, yeah, it's nice to see Joel smile. Mm-hmm. It's it's really just Every- episode two. I think drags that opening uh, arc down. It does, and honestly, episode four though is like. It's all build up for episode five. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was forty five minutes, but I think we spent twenty minutes talking about it. We had two hours worth. No, of episodes. we spent forty minutes talking about it. You think? I know. We had like two hours worth of episodes, roughly, maybe a little less. We're right at our runtime for the episodes here. It's like an hour and forty five minutes. Yeah. So like a lot happened, but a lot of it's just on screen action. Now we didn't really do too much of how much this diverged from the games. Like, we know it was in Kansas City instead of Pittsburgh. It's really just uh, the Kathleen character. Yeah, so it's just a... Who's who's in charge of hunting Sam and Henry in the game? So, in the game, they're not hunting Henry and Sam, because Henry and Sam are just traveling through the area like Joel and Ellie are. Mm-hmm. And they're so just there's avoiding... really no motivation. You're just There has been an uprising, and you're just avoiding these revolutionary people. Hmm. Okay. But so there's like no the characterization given to the uh, revolutionaries. Right, they're just... Just people. Yeah. Generic revolutionary people. I 
I like doing it this way because obviously you want to give us more of a reason to understand why they would even be crazily going after these people mm-hmm. like this. So it makes sense. Um, it still weirds me out seeing Melanie Linsky play such a just evil, horrible person because I don't recall her playing a character like that. Is she like that in Yellow Jackets? Uh, no, not really. Which I I need to watch Yellow Jackets. Right? I mean, there's, there's definitely an edge to the character, but not like this. I mean. I need to make like a nice steak or have a nice stew. Sit down and watch me some Yellow Jackets. Yeah, you do. Yeah, we're gonna watch Yellow Jackets at some point. I don't think we're gonna do episodes on. Mm-hmm. We could. I'm telling you, we could. I hear really good things. Our next TV series should either be Yellow Jackets or the girl in the house across the street from the woman in the wo- no the woman in the house across the street. And from I, the girl I in seen the, the trailer for season two. It's got Elijah Wood. What? For Yellow Jackets, yeah, which that's him teaming up with the uh, the girl that he was in. What was it, um, the Good Son? With I don't know. You tell me. I think it was something like that. I don't know. Uh, I'm still enjoying the hell out of the season. I mean, I am too. Did you agree with Daniel's I, rankings? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's what? what so uh, what are your predictions? I can't say mine without ruining it for her. So let's just hear the completely. Uh, uninformed on this series. We got four more episodes. Um, I don't really know. I kind of feel like there's gonna be something that's gonna go on with Tommy. Like, I don't feel like... I feel like Joel's gonna be disappointed at some point when he meets Tommy, and there's gonna be something that's gonna make Joel maybe question, like, was this journey all worth it just to find Tommy? Mm Da-da-da-da-da. I don't know. And... Ellie, I, I have no clue on. How many more uh, dead kids will we get? Five. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how many more times? How many episodes do you say we got left? We just did Four. five. Four. Four more. So if people want to put in the comments on this episode when you hear it and take your guess at how many more times that Kim is going to cry. Seven. In this series. I mean, technically I cried twice in episode five. Right, but I'm talking the episodes we haven't Ooh, seen I'll, yet. I'll make a you... prediction on that. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. One. Wait, so does that count as one instance? or does No, that... no, no. We're talking for stuff you haven't seen yet. Oh. So we're predicting for the next four episodes, which I seven. haven't seen them yet. You think seven? I'm going to say it's at least two. I'm going to say three. <laughs> you think three at minimum or three period? I, I think there will be three moments. Okay. I... <laughs> I'm going to... I'm pretty emotional. This show gets me. I'm also... The older I get, the more emotional I get. Um, <laughs> I cry over food when it's so good. <laughs> I'm gonna say two. God. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Two. Actually, it's four. Fuck! Then I'm gonna say three, because I wanted to say three, but you said three. Yeah, it's. I forgot about something. It's four. Okay, then I'm saying three. Mm, with a bullet. Yeah, I'm, to the head. I'm going to say seven. Seven. Well, you can't force <laughs> yourself to cry, okay? It's your crying. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Um. So are we doing the six and seven together? I think we can just do individually seven? from here on out. Oh, okay. Yeah? I think so. That's. I think that's what we told Ryan we were doing. Four more episodes. Okay. So, okay. Um, not enough butt stuff. Mm-hmm. Not enough gay stuff. Not enough gay stuff. Mm-hmm. Those things are not always the same thing. Right, if I'm thinking... So, nah, we don't have to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. That was disappointing. Yeah. Um, was there anything 
that you feel like they dropped the ball. I guess you the whole Isha uh, Ish story. Yeah, they could have uh, done. It's that. not really dropping the ball, but they could have done more with it. You f- you want them to do more with it. Um. I I will say I will say there is a problem with The Last of Us in general and black people. I mean, part 2 gets more diverse. E- not Does it? with black people. What is what's their what's their deal with black people? Black they all die. So I was kind of hoping they would deal with it, but they didn't. They kind of, they even kind of made it worse by having Sarah be black too. Then killer. Yeah. Uh, whelp, 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 whelp. And you look for those whelp signs. That's how you know where to check for the ending. Right. Um, classic whelp. I... That's a classic whelp sign right there. <laughs> classic whelp. That's a classic whelp sign. Can't miss it. Can't miss it. Ah. Uh... We should uh, we should bury these bodies. We should uh, continue on our journey. So let's let's get the the fuck out of here. And as always, I've been your horrible Ninja Turtle host, Kenny. I'm your angry soccer mom, Daniel. <laughs> I'm Kim. <laughs> Still just Kim. Uh, and we will see you hopefully next weekend with more butt stuff. Hopefully more butt stuff. Hopefully more butt stuff. Bye-bye.